Surviving Lockdown. An essential business podcast from Mark Rise Voiceovers. Hello, thanks for listening. Louisa Diaz is a fully qualified counsellor and registered member of the British Association for Counselling and Psychotherapy. She works with people experiencing issues like anxiety, depression, relationship issues and bereavement. With several years' experience under her belt working for other organisations, including two charities and a large employer, Louisa decided 2020 was the year to strike out on her own. She was in the process of launching her own private practice when COVID-19 struck. Louisa joins me now from North London. Hi, Louisa. Hi, Mark. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Well, firstly, on a personal level, before we get to business, are you managing to stay positive? Yes, I think so. Uh, These are stressful times and I think I'm a counsellor, but I'm also human too. So uh, yeah, I'm not immune from the stresses and strains of what this situation has created. Indeed. Well, of course, if your own practice was just getting up and running when COVID-19 hit, how have you managed to adapt those plans? So I went to remote working as soon as lockdown was announced. Uh, The BACP, my registration body, you know, that was the guidance. And obviously, that was what the Prime Minister announced. Since then, I've basically been working via different platforms for video and telephone calls. And I would say, aside from my private practice, I work for other organisations and they all have their own specific policies and procedures and preferences about which platforms to use and how to work remotely. Yeah, counselling is normally face-to-face, one-to-one, so doing it remotely must be very different, actually. It is and it isn't. I guess the, the straight answer to that is it depends on the person. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I think the technology creates barriers for some clients. It's also really important to consider... Is remote therapy better or worse than no therapy? Because there are some clients who, due to their presentation or risk factors, just wouldn't be suitable. But for other people, they have really enjoyed it. Basically, a lot of people who've opted for telephone counselling, for example, when we've talked about it, and that is part of the work, they found it easier to speak more freely because they say there is something about not being seen or being able to see me that has opened up something for them. Do you think then that might become part of your regular practice when things do get back to normal? It's going to be more kind of uh, non-face-to-face as well as face-to-face? Yes, uh, in short. It was always a a part of what I did and how I work with people, but a very, very small percentage, the overwhelming the number of people I work with, it was face to face. But yes, this has definitely opened up some opportunities in that sense. So technology has caused extra barriers, as you've said. Do you think you're set to bounce back when lockdown is lifted, whenever that is? So yes, I have rooms that I use in Finchley in North London. And I've also, I've always been saying, you know, the best way would be to have a room within my own home. So one of the kind of positives, I guess, that has come out of this whole crisis is that with more time at home, uh, myself and my husband have kind of been doing quite a bit of work getting the room ready. Well, Louisa, it's said that lockdown is causing more than its fair share of depression. Do you think people are dealing with it properly? That's hard to say. Uh, What we do know is that uh, for anyone... Life events that uh, create big changes or create losses, 
these create stress and anxiety and that can lead to issues like depression. I also think it's something to do with the nature of the virus and the way it's transmitted that there are people who have existing health anxieties or anxieties around germs and cleanliness. So those sorts of fears will be magnified. So one of the things that's really important in terms of working with clients is self-care. So here are a few tips. Now, these are tips that are helpful with clients, um, but also I find them useful to stick to. So things like keeping up a routine uh, in lockdown, sleep, exercise and eating well, all these things are documented, very well proven to be important to our physical and mental well-being. Building in some fun time or downtime if you're working from home or whatever you're doing, there has to be some times within the day where you're doing something that you enjoy. So they can help you stop focusing on negative thoughts and anxieties. It's really a a bit of mindfulness there. So that can be useful at any time. It's also important to stay informed, but maybe go easy on the amount of news you're consuming a day. Keep in contact with friends and loved ones, but also recognizing when you need time away from them. And finally, really accepting that things are uncertain at the moment and we can't predict the future. So to try as much as possible not to focus on anything too far ahead. Surviving Lockdown. Remember, if you're a business owner and you'd like to be featured on Surviving Lockdown, just email voiceover at markrise.com. So, Louisa, what's the worst thing about lockdown for you, business or personal? I don't know if this is personal or business. I guess it's a bit of both, really, because the thing about this work is the, the, the personal and the work are kind of intertwined. So I would say not being able to physically be with other people. So that's uh, friends, family but also my clients. Um, And I've also realized how much the journey between wherever I'm working and home is an important time for me because I I think I kind of underestimated how important that is in terms of processing client work and just thinking through, you know, who I've seen during the day. I think a lot of people have come to that realisation, yes. Do you have an idea of what happens after lockdown? What happens for your business next when things start to ease? I can't really say with any certainty, I guess, um, because it's hard to know when that is. But very much I will be here and I will be working a mix of remote working and in person when it's safe to do that and, and very importantly, when clients are also happy to do that, um, I think that's the way forward. Of course. Well, none of us has a crystal ball, as you rightly say. Um, are you confident the economy will pick up to the same level or, or maybe even more by the end of the year? Mm, and that's hard to predict as well at the moment. Oh, I'm no economist and I try not to look too far ahead into the future. Staying in the present is often the best. And so you don't want to look too far ahead. <laughs> Um, But I guess for me, it's hard to see how things will bounce back overnight. Is there one thing that you'd like help with from the government or as the community as things do get back to normal? A couple of things, really. Um, I think one of the positive things to come out of lockdown is that it's brought mental health into the spotlight. 
However, there are downsides in that in terms from a business perspective, organisations that would be offering people like myself work have been slashing what they are offering to pay. So that's a lot to do with their financial situation. There's also, I've seen a lot of really well-meaning organisations sprouting up. Well, not all well-meaning, some looking to... I guess, take financial advantage of the situation and offering the public what appears to be therapy, but it isn't. Um, You know, it's great if people are offering support, but it's quite a risky business. And that's why, you know, we undergo quite intensive training. If it's not being delivered by qualified professionals, there could be a risk there to not only the person receiving it, but the person delivering it, um, if you're not used to that type of work. Indeed, and we'll put a link to your professional page in the blurb of this episode, if that's okay. Um, What tip would you give to other businesses and other fledgling businesses at this time? Again, I think it would be try not to look too far ahead and think about adapting your offering uh, and thinking about well, this is where we are now, how can I work with that and how can I best serve the needs of my clients or customers? Um, Think creatively. Um, That's definitely been one that's come into play for me when the technology has gone down. Yeah, and I would say that it's good to have future plans, um, but build in flexibility because it's impossible to predict with any certainty. So again, it's that point of really trying not to look too far ahead into the future because it's, it's quite impossible to do at this point anyway. Louisa, thank you very much and good luck with your private practice. Thank you. You can contact Louisa by email. It's louisadcounselling at gmail.com. Surviving Lockdown. Surviving Lockdown is produced and presented by Mark Rise, a multi-award-winning voiceover artist and TV presenter for more than 30 years. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast or are interested in voiceover for your business video, e-learning or telephone system, simply email voiceover at markrise.com. Surviving Lockdown.